0: What's the difficulty going into this week? I I know you're expecting to have your quarterback back. Uh, Where's that status right now?
1: Yeah, I mean, we went through practice today. You know, he was able to do, you know, team periods, individual, all those type of things. Um, It's really going to come down to later in the week, you know, when he gets tested again, see where his spleen's at, see what his blood works like. You know, we just got to really kind of get both these guys ready. Are you going to approach the game plan with both of them in mind? Yeah, I mean I I don't I don't really have a choice.
0: Have you ever done that before?
1: Yeah, I mean this is twenty seven games of the backup quarterback. I've done it a few times. Who goes into the decision if he plays on Sunday? Doctors, trainers, coaches, GM. Really everybody's just watching and seeing how he looks and then really it's gonna come down to the the test results. So, I mean, we're just that's got to be where it needs to be. He's got to look right. Is he's got to be involved in it? So it's really going to be a, a pretty big circle as far as if he, if he plays or not.
0: Do you uh, do you change? Do you have like a different game plan, like one if Darnold plays and one if it's Luke?
1: Uh, I mean, for the most part, I mean, the offense is the offense. So I mean, we've been repping the same stuff, you know, since spring and both, you know, with both those guys kind of working in you know, running the same plays. So, I mean, our, it's not going to change too much.
0: Adam, who backs up uh, Luke if Sam can't play? Well,
1: I have, to, I have to probably make a make a decision on what we're going to do, whether it be bring up our practice squad guy or go get somebody else.
0: Adam, uh, Joe Douglas, you mentioned the GN in, in the few months you've worked with him now, what has he added to the organization and, and, and what stood out about him?
1: Uh, I, I feel like he's done a great job creating – Competition, adding depth to our roster, making on being very active, whether it be on the waiver wire or, or through trades. Um, he's done a great job. Like he's the ultimate communicator. He, he does such a great job, just you know, talking with me, getting with our coaches, the guys, that, the guys that work for him upstairs. I mean, he's he's done. He, he's made my job really easy.
0: Obviously, between the time you worked with him in Chicago and, and now he was in Philly, what? have you seen either specifically or intangibly that that has come from his experience in Philly
1: well I mean with with him his experience just overall he he's he's one of those guys he's just his resume speaks for itself as far as putting it you know being part of organizations that have put together winning seasons you know I mean it's, it's something crazy where it's like 13 out of the 16 years he's had a winning record I mean that's that's hard to do in the NFL. Obviously, you know, being there and the success and the roster that they built there, uh, it just shows that those guys did a great job of, of creating an unbelievable amount of talented players that have depth at a lot of different positions. That's that's why you see the, these guys have they'll have injuries in it, and there's you know there's a slight fall off, but they find ways to win with with different guys. Philosophically speaking,
0: what do you have in common with Joe? And do you think that's important for a coach-GM
1: dynamic? Well, I think both of us kind of, we were raised under, you know, the same philosophy, you know, myself being with Coach Saban for as long as I was and him being in Baltimore with Ozzy. You know, it just, you know, we, we see things similar. You know, there's a lot, there's discussions on, you know, certain things that we've kind of developed like our our way about doing things over over the years, but you know our foundations were really we were raised the same in this profession. How much does his familiarity with the roster help you guys with your game planning this week? I mean, for I mean, really, he can he can tell us about the guys. He can tell us strengths, weaknesses, all those type of things. I mean, obviously, he has very intimate knowledge of of the entire roster. You know, the the hardest thing is is at the end of the day, they have a lot of really good players and it's gonna come down to, you know, whether or not we execute what we're doing and whether or not they execute what they're doing.
0: Adam, the Eagles lead the league in third down conversions. What do you you think makes them so successful on that down?
1: You're talking about their offense, right? Yes, their offense, correct. Yeah, Well, well, I would just say, when they have the line they have, they have the quarterback they have, and then you put that group of receivers, tight ends and running backs out there. I mean, it makes a lot of sense, at least for me, you know, I think they got a lot of guys that they can do so many different things, man. They can stretch the field. They can catch underneath throws. They can, you know, Al- Alshon being there, it's like I used to always look at it like this. I didn't care how many guys were on him. I would just tell Color throw it up and give him a chance because he-, he plays above the rim. I mean, it just makes it very dip- difficult to cover those many different type of guys.
0: As you watched that Eagles-Packers game last Thursday, what stood out specifically about what the Eagles did that night?
1: I thought they did a great job of of one, you know, managing through the injuries they had. I, I mean, that's in game. It's one thing to to kind of go into a game knowing where you're at and and kind of knowing how to adjust your, you know, have your packages ready to go going into the game. But when you start losing guys and as many guys as they did in game on defense, it's that, that's tough. That's tough sledding. I thought they did a great job of of adjusting and finding finding ways to make plays, and then offensively I mean those guys I mean it's just it's a tough group to go against and you know even even with Deshaun not out there not out there last week it's just it just makes it really difficult.
0: Hey if I could uh ask you in general just like in the short time that you've had Sam Darnold um obviously before the mono like what have you seen in him as far as his progression from last year when you're
1: game planning against him t- you know to this year? Yeah when you know last year was it was it it was an interesting year for him because he played and then he got injured and then he came back and it almost looked like he went through years one and two in one year, like sitting those few games was actually really beneficial for him to kind of see Josh play. And, you know, he was able to take what he saw and apply it in the towards the end of the season. He got rid of the ball faster. He was taking less negative plays. You know, he was making really smart decisions with the football. He cut his turnovers way down, took less sacks. You know and i think heading into this season it was almost like he was in year three it kind of he skipped that sophomore year obviously with him being out the last few weeks i mean that that was probably harder for him to have to watch from a distance because he wasn't wasn't around here you know but at the same time he's being able to watch absorb everything watch a lot of film i know he was he was staying really involved in what we were doing and You know, I think he's just glad to be back out there.
0: Have you seen anything different from Jim Schwartz's uh, schematic uh, uh, moves this season on defense?
1: I mean, Jim's always going to have, you know, things that are going to look a little different. I think he's always going to take what personnel he has, and he's going to put them in the best position possible. You know, I mean, I guess the last time I played him was five years ago, and, you know, every snap was to Tampa. You know, and then when he going to Philly, he, he changed that up. And then, you know, every year it's been something It's just a little different. So, but Jim's always going to do what's best for that game. Like, he's able to, to say, hey, this is what uh, is the best chance for us to, to play really good defense and win this game. You know, that's what he's going to do. Adam,
0: and speaking when, you about have the, a, uh, when you have a team that goes forward on fourth down and, and two-point conversions as, as much as the Eagles do, uh, how do you address that during the week?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's something you just have to be ready for. You have to be ready for it both defensively and offensively. You know, if you get any opportunities and you make a stop and you get a chance to have a shorter field, you got to take advantage of it. It's that If you stop them and then don't take advantage of it, you know, really at the end of the day that's a win for them because they had an opportunity to go for it, they didn't get it, but then we don't put any points on the board, then it it doesn't hurt them. You know, it changes field position a little bit, but – I think when you have the offense they have, I mean, they have great confidence in those guys being able to convert. And if you give them an extra down, uh, the percentage of them being able to convert goes up.
0: Adam, getting back to the Eagles defense, they added Matt Burke this offseason. It's kind of a, a behind-the-scenes role. But uh, from your experience with him, what does he bring to a coaching staff?
1: Well, I think, you know, the fact that he was a coordinator in the last couple of years and his involvement in our first year in, in Miami – you know, he was the linebackers coach, but I mean, he him and VJ worked hand in hand, and and he had a he had a lot of say in what we were doing on defense. I think that experience alone is is incredibly valuable because he sees he can kind of see things from through a different lens. You know, I, I'm sure he's really valuable for Jim to have in, in the building. Um, I mean, I don't I don't probably don't have to tell you guys. I mean, Matt Matt is extremely smart. He's a very good coach. He does a great job with players. He does a great job game planning. He puts guys in really good position. I mean, it was one of the. Matt is really good. Like when, when I would be on the defensive head, headsets and, and hearing him call play after play out and putting our guys in the right position, I mean, it was it was almost as an offensive coordinator, you're thinking, I hope, I hope that's not happening on the other side of the ball because it's impressive to hear him go through a game and, and call out as much as he does. Adam, after uh, Devontae Adams uh, beat them deep early last week, Jim went to a lot of too deep. Now, especially with all of his cornerback injuries, do you expect to see a lot of that this week? Yeah, I mean, it's hard, it's hard to really kind of guess what he's going to do. I think our preparation has to be, be ready for anything because, you know, I, nece- I don't necessarily know what he's thinking, and I think we just got to do a good job of understanding kind of what we're doing we're game planning things, and we have to be able to react in that game. If it becomes a, becomes a two Tampa type of game, where you know that's what he wants to play, then we have to be able to do a good job running the football and 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 being smart with being smart with the ball as far as when we throw it. And if he does something else, then we got to be ready to adjust to that. Luke Falk is a, is a quarterback who comes from an air raid background. Uh, it seems like a, there's a lot more of those quarterbacks getting chances now. Uh, what have you seen and how that system has shaped them, and how do you see on that system kind of shaping the NFL right now? Well, I mean, ever since I've been with him, I, I mean, the thing that I've noticed about him, is he's extremely smart. He understands what the defense is trying to do. You know, obviously he's not afraid to throw the ball. Um, he He does a really good job of understanding, like, when that number one's open, he turns it loose. He throws with anticipation, you know, but he's able to, you know, be able to progress through, you know, the route concepts. And I think, you know, a lot of these guys that, that are kind of playing now, it's, you know, they're getting chances. And when they're getting on the field, a lot of them are making the most of the opportunities.
0: And what do you make of Jim's usage of uh, his uh, nickel and dime personnel this season versus previous ones?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just all about, what he thinks the best personnel is for that game. You know, I mean, if that's – if he feels like using nickel and having, you know, three safeties in there and that's what's going to win him the game, then then that's what he's going to do. If he thinks dime is the best package or just a regular nickel package, I think it's all about kind of the personnel available to him and then at the same time, what does that game call for?
0: Thank you. Thank you. Take
1: care. All right, guys.